Hi, Liz. How's it going? Bro, I'm pretty dang good. How are you? I am also pretty dang good. Yeah? How's Spokane? Spokane is cloudy today. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we've had a lot of rain the last couple days. We've had a lot of rainbows. I saw a lot of pictures from Missoula people of all the cool rainbows that have been Mm -hmm. happening there. We had a really good one the other day. It was magical and beautiful. Yeah, we've had a lot of thunderstorms. Yeah, it sounds like it. We have two. uh, We're just old men and talk about the weather now. (laughs) Yeah. All right. And uh, now it's our bedtime. So goodbye, everybody. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Anyway, um, no, but besides the freaking weather, uh, my life is pretty good. It's been pretty quiet this week as far as like, you know, still sheltering in place. So not going out and doing a ton. But Mm -hmm. I did go to Coeur d'Alene very, very briefly this week for like a half hour so that my boyfriend could get a haircut. Uh, <laughs> and that's like so, a, like an hour drive-ish? It's like 35, 45 minutes. It's okay. not that far. Yeah. So yeah, went to Idaho for a haircut and walked around. It was very good. I love that. So, um, what have you been up to this week? Just working a lot. Yeah. And watching Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Oh my god, yeah. I, I'm i sorry. I just can't do the Lord of the Rings movies anymore. I love them. They're so well, they're like, from a film standpoint, they're incredible. Yeah, that that's true. I think, I guess I could get on board for that. But all I know is that when I watch the Lord of the Rings movies, which I've watched them all, all the way through, several times. <laughs> and I cannot tell you what order the movies go in (laughs) i can tell you like three characters names and i mean that's all you really need to know frodo sam and gandalf that's that's pretty much all you need to know shugle schmeagle oh i said shugle shugle no (laughs) i I nailed it Oh um, man, Mary and Pippin. Okay, I know more than three. I guess oh, Pippin's my favorite. I love him. Pippin's great. Um, yep. Gimli mm-hmm. and Orlando Bloom. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone loves the elf Orlando Bloom. Is he an elf? No. Yes, he's, he is. Yeah, that's okay. why he's so powerful. Oh, that's why basically... he's so hot. Okay. Yeah. That yeah. makes sense now. Yep. And then there's like, um, what's the what's the greasy haired dude? Aragorn. That, yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, to me, basically everyone else in the movie is named Aragorn. Like they all have <laughs> names like Aragorn, or they're like Haragon or Hershingorn. Like they all sound the same. <laughs> and uh, Eowyn. Oh, she's the hot woman elf. Correct? Yes. That falls in love with Aragorn. Ah, Aragorn. Yeah. Gotcha. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh huh. I don't know why. No. I don't know why I suddenly felt the need to flex my super limited <laughs> Lord of the Rings knowledge. Uh, but uh, anyway, it's I'm, been a good I'm, time. I'm glad you have enjoyed watching them. Yes, that's because good I'm a film major, and they came out in 2001. But pretty much nothing is CGI, and the whole movie is filmed in forced perspective to make the what are the short people? What are they called? Oh my god, the dwarves? No, hobbits. The hobbits. <laughs> <laughs> Why could I not think of that? <laughs> to make them seem shorter than everyone else, and they were all filmed okay, at the same time. Actually, can you tell me about how forced perspective works? Because I've always been curious about how they do that. Yeah, so they pretty not i don't want to say like the whole thing but like for pretty much everything they film it twice with two different scales whoa yeah so then then they do like a split screen thing kind in a way yeah or they'll have like they'll position the camera in a way that looks up like if you're looking at say it's the opening scene between gandalf and frodo and they're Mm -hmm. in that little cart whenever you're looking at gandalf the camera's looking up in order for, for him to seem taller Mm-hmm. And then oh, and it, then it looks down at yeah. Frodo? Uh-huh. Oh. So it's, it's all eye tricks. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, I've always wondered, like, when they're standing, like, side by side, though, and they're, mm-hmm. like, the two very different heights, I'm always like, I have no idea how yeah, they're doing Yeah, they pretty that. much film everything twice. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. I had no idea. 
Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> you learn something new every day. Thank you for just, teaching me. You're welcome. We just yeah. talked about LOTR for six minutes. <laughs> anyway, um, I have a question. This question was sent in to from someone from the audience. <laughs> Um, so our good friend Tyler sent in a message to the Instagram and she was like hey in the next episode can you guys like talk about something that you're proud of that you did during the week oh that's so cute she's like I love to like hear about things that people like really worked hard on and it came out like they wanted to and just like we're feeling good about the week because it motivates me to do that kind of stuff too oh that's so sweet I love that question (laughs) I know we do it's really sweet so thank you Tyler yeah thank you so much um can you go first because now i have to think about it a little Ooh, bit yeah um so i guess i'm gonna say like work related things because pretty much all i've done besides mm-hmm. finishing all three lord of the rings movies but i one of my jobs is i am the lead video producer for a student connection network on campus and but with all of this like remote learning and everything's online now so many people are wanting videos of things so we are like slammed busy mm-hmm. and we i've like one of our animators had a summer summer internship so we only have one when we normally have two or three and she has been like killing the game and then the other producer moved back home and so she's like working remotely so it's pretty much me and one other person doing everything on campus mm-hmm. and we have this project over the summer where we are making eight 45 minute videos that's so much for this like public service academy that the law school is doing and every thursday we've been like filming people safely and like we have to wear masks and everything but then yesterday when we worked i was there from 11:30 to 5:30 filming people and it was like such a productive day and i felt really cool because like i was in charge of something for once and I was nice. like using my degree and it was so fun like we had a system and Cece the animator and I are just like really hitting this rhythm and I had to teach her how to use sound equipment because she'd never done it before mm-hmm. and she was like killing it and we just had a great time filming these people and like we learned a lot about Montana tax revenue <laughs> love it you but yeah, it was a good it. day it was a really good day we got a lot done and I felt really happy and good so yeah that's so yeah. awesome Ugh. That's great. Yeah. And got paid for it, which was a nice bonus. We love that. We <laughs> definitely love that. Yeah. Um. Okay. So I've had a chance to think now. Oh, good. Uh, oh, oh, good. Um. <laughs> I think what I am proud of this week is this will actually be a really nice segue into what we're going to talk about. Oh, yay. Good, good, good. Um. So this week, it was a good week, and I'm still loving Spokane, and I'm settling in. But this week I was really lonely a couple of days and because I just don't, I have my boyfriend here and obviously we get along really well because <laughs> I moved here to be with him. So, um, Good sign, so, good sign. So yeah, and he's been great and he's been so incredibly supportive of just, you know, helping me out, making me feel welcome here. But at the same time, I've still just had a couple of really hard days, especially because Washington is still in shelter in place mode way more than like montana is so i really have not met anyone here even though i've been here for about three and a half weeks at this point mm-hmm. and uh that's been really hard and so but i think the thing i'm most proud of this week is i had a really really shitty day on tuesday i think and then on Wednesday and Thursday, I just really found ways to kind of like turn my attitude around and just find things to like get excited about, even given the circumstances of not being able to do too much. And so some of those things were like, I realized that for the first time in my life, I have like a ton of time to be volunteering right now. Oh, nice. That so many places need volunteers because of COVID. So I've started like researching different programs and organizations that I want to volunteer for. And so it made me really happy to realize that I could do something helpful that I've always wanted to be a bigger part of my life. And I can finally start implementing that. So I was really proud of like coming up with a more creative solution to to my problems this week so i think that's the, what i'm most proud of this week. yeah for sure oh that's so cool because like you know music majors don't have a lot of extra time so 
yeah, no, we really don't. Definitely not. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so I was really proud of that. And Tyler, thank you again for that awesome question. That was so fun to hear yeah. what you were proud of and for me to think what I'm proud of for this week. And like I said, that segues perfectly into what we wanted to talk about, which really is loneliness. That's kind of what we wanted to talk about this week, because I feel like it's kind of a buzzword a little bit right now in the media just because of quarantining and sheltering in place. Uh, Everyone is spending so much more time by themselves Mm -hmm. that this idea of loneliness versus being alone is really, really prevalent in our society right now. And I think it's a skill to know how to be by yourself and how to take care of yourself when you are feeling lonely. And so I think it's really, really important to talk about. And I know that we kind of have different ways that we view loneliness and being alone. So I really wanted to talk to you about this today. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So as we mentioned, like many times on the podcast (laughs) Liz is an uber extrovert I'm like a medium extrovert and Liz you really don't like being alone that much I hate it actually yeah um (laughs) I really hate it I really don't like it yeah so yeah we'll kind of look at this both through the quarantine lens and also just like the normal life lens um but how how has it been being so alone so much of the time, just like everybody else during quarantine. I know we've talked a little bit about this before on the podcast, so we don't have to go too deep into it. Right. But just as a recap, like, how has that been for you? Right. So I guess kind of like going from the beginning, the reason I don't like being alone is many. Um, one, I get bored very easily. Um, and so, you know, I'll like watch a movie. And then like with things I've noticed the last couple of days specifically, with TikTok and everything, I can't watch a video longer than like two minutes. <laughs> yeah. I get bored. Um, so I get bored very easily. My attention span's not very long. Two, um, I had kind of a struggle with anxiety and some like mental health issues in high school. And so with alone for too long, um, I kind of get into that mindset of like, oh my gosh no one likes me, which like is not true. But you know, Mm -hmm. we've all been in that place where, you know, you're laying in bed at three in the morning and your mind wanders. Oh, yeah. And that's part of the reason I don't like being alone is just one, I get bored and two, I don't like to think about it. Um, And so with quarantine, well, I guess I should stay say that I always I never lived in the dorms. I never lived in um, my sorority house or anything. So I was always with people. I was always either at home or like my first roommate was Rosie. And then mm-hmm. uh, I moved into an apartment in Florida with five other girls. And then as soon as I got back from that, I was living alone, which was a huge, huge step um, for me personally. It just, it was so different. First of all, being from Florida to Montana, being yeah. um, surrounded by people all the time, even if like they were asleep in their room and I was in the living room, I was always with someone else was always in the apartment 98% of the time. And mm-hmm. then I come home and I'm alone. Which was a huge shift for me mentally, too, because, you know, all of a sudden I have a lot more alone time and I didn't really know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been living alone for just about a year now. Or I guess, yeah, it's literally been a year um, and a week. But, <laughs> oh, but wow. yeah. yeah, with quarantine, I hated it at first. I really hated it at first because I was so used to hanging out with people every day especially over spring break and this semester, I was always Mm -hmm. with people. If people were here or I was somewhere else, I was at mom and dad's house, school, whatever. And then all of a sudden I was alone. It was a struggle. And then Mm -hmm. I went through a phase where I really liked it because I was like, Oh, I can be productive. My house is clean all the time. I have time to make art. I have so much time to do homework, blah, blah, blah. blah. And then I went back to hating it again because I was like, wait, that's not me though. (laughs) I I thrive around other people and I thrive around other people's creative energies. And so even my like, I have the CoStar app. If anyone has the CoStar app, it is like your Zodiac and it tells you where your, what planets were in what moon or whatever. I don't know that much about it, but, (laughs) but there was a couple of weeks where it was like, you're thriving in self you're struggling in social life and routine. And I was like, yep, that, that makes sense. 
<laughs> because I just went through this period where I just wasn't feeling it creatively. I had no new ideas. I didn't have motivation to do anything. And it was mm-hmm. because I was alone so much. So it was a big struggle and a very large margin of trying to learn what it was going to be like for the next couple of months. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think for me, yeah, being, I, I like to be alone and I think I've learned how to be alone a lot from being a musician and especially like being a songwriter and being a very devoted musician and songwriter at that. Um, because you spend so much time in the practice room by yourself and some of it is with other people occasionally but to really get anything done you have to just spend a lot of time alone and so I think my career and in my love of music has really helped me learn how to be alone and also I know that I can get so much done while I'm alone and so Hmm. that's a that's a huge reason that I think I've learned to like being alone and I also, I don't think I've mentioned this on the podcast yet, but my brother passed away when I was really young. So I was seven and he passed away when he was 11 and mm-hmm. um, his name is Perry and he was my only sibling. And so uh, there was like a lot of really forced loneliness um, that I had to learn very quickly. And I was super close to my brother too. So that I think... I have kind of an interesting relationship with loneliness just as far as it has been something that I've really intentionally had to focus on and learn how to be alone in my life just because my circumstances made it that way. And obviously I had my parents and I'm so close with my parents and they're amazing, Mm -hmm. but there's just a certain amount that you're still going to be alone when you're the only kid in the house, you know? Right. And, uh, yeah. and so I think that's a big part of where I learned how to be alone. And I've really carried that into the beginning of my adulthood as well. Um, but, but yeah, so that's kind of my experience with loneliness. And so through quarantine, I've been mostly pretty good. Uh, But the couple of weeks that I was very alone by myself, I did have a roommate, but we kind of stuck to our own things and our own schedules, so I didn't see her too much. Um, That was hard. That was still really hard, even as a person that doesn't feel like I need to be around people all the time. It was still really challenging, and I don't know. I think it's just a good thing to point out and it's a good reminder to tell everyone that like if you are struggling being alone like especially during this fucking world pandemic (laughs) um like you you are not alone in the fact that you feel alone like and you have every right to be yeah exactly like it sucks and you have every right to be upset about it and bummed out by it uh it is not. It's not fun. It's nope. really sucked. Mm-hmm. A lot. <laughs> yeah. And I love those things going around, like social media and stuff. Those memes that are like the one that was controversial. That was, if you haven't made something or changed yourself for the better, then you've been wasting your time after quarantine. Mm-hmm. And I was like, nah, bruh. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, absolutely not. That's not true. Everyone's going to handle this differently. There's people like me who hate it. There's people who have loved it and are now getting tired of it or Mm -hmm. like everyone's going to think of it differently and you should respect that, I guess, and not be so judgmental. (laughs) Be there for people. (laughs) Yeah, not be judgmental of other people. And also a big one for me too has been not be judgmental of myself Mm -hmm. because I feel like in the beginning – I was really, really stable, just like, okay, like, this is how quarantine is going. Like, I understand that it's just going to be a lot of me time. And I was, like, good for a while. And then probably, like, a month ago, it felt, like, almost hour by hour, like, how I was emotionally taking it, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. I would, like, for a couple hours, I'd be, like, this is great. Like, you were saying, like, 
all this time to myself. I get so much done. I'm so productive. And then two hours would go by and I'd be like, I have never been so lonely in my entire life. Mm-hmm. Like, please just let me hug another person right now. Yeah. Yeah. I do um, miss hugging people. I know. Hugging <gasps> people is the best. Yeah. Yeah. It's really sad. Yeah. <laughs> One thing that I've been thinking about a lot is the idea of being alone versus loneliness which we've kind of talked about a little bit in the fact that there are moments that we've both had throughout our lives and throughout quarantine where we are alone but we're enjoying it and we're being productive and so like to me I would say I'm not actually lonely in those moments I'm just I'm happy with being alone Mm -hmm. um there's not a lot of sadness associated with it and um kind of stepping out of the quarantine realm to talk about this how have you experienced like lone being lonely versus loneliness in your life because obviously in your normal life you are around people all the time i'm pretty much around people all the time in my normal mm-hmm. life as well but i'm sure there's still times you've felt really lonely even with being surrounded by people yeah definitely so I think what changed my whole life in terms of being lonely and not is being away from home so the big one I've I've moved away from home twice once was for a summer I lived with my boyfriend at the time and his parents his dad and his stepmom that was just for a couple it was like two and a half months we moved in with them and um, we're hanging out for a summer and then I came back and then the second time I moved away was for a whole semester when I did the Disney college program. And that one, Mm -hmm. like I talk about Disney changing my life, but like in so many different ways. (laughs) Um, The big one is one, I was in an apartment, like a real apartment for the first time. So I was like paying a lot of rent and I didn't have a car. So I had to take a bus everywhere. Mm -hmm. And I was kind of forced to be independent. Um, First of all, being away from Montana, being away from my family, um, being financially independent for the most part like I said, not having a car. So I was very reliant on other services. Um, Mm -hmm. And I lived with five other people. There were six girls in my apartment. But working for Disney, I was one of two people in the apartment that would work nights. Mm -hmm. And so a typical shift for me was like 4 p.m. till maybe midnight or one. Mm -hmm. And then I would take a two hour bus ride home. So there was a lot of nights. (laughs) There's a lot of nights I didn't get home till four or five and then I didn't go to bed till five or six you know um and so I remember there were so many nights where my three closest friends on the on the college program were asleep and I was watching new girl eating dinner on the couch at like three in the morning (laughs) oh my god and so yeah so there's like that kind of moment where I knew there was other people around me and I was surrounded by five other girls in the apartment I was living in but I hadn't talked to them in three days (laughs) Right. Um, Because I would go to bed at five. Lauren would wake up at 630 for her shift. So um, and she was my direct roommate. We shared a room. And so that kind of moving away and having to be my own person and be in charge of my own schedule and money and things like that really changed my life. Like, yeah, I I talk like I said, I talk about Disney changing my life in so many different ways. But one, it made me so much more confident in myself to being alone in general, because I just had to be. And um, I ended up making friends that had the same shift as me. And they like sometimes would drive me home and I appreciate them. And they were great. Um, But definitely, you know, feeling not only homesickness, because I feel like that's a different feeling than loneliness. But I was, I was very lonely because one, I got broken up with when I was there. Yes, you did. Um, so that was the, awful. Yeah, it was. It was not a good time. Um, the one person I thought that I would be able to count on, no matter what, all of all of a sudden was gone. Um, which taught me a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was another big thing about Disney changing my life is like that happened, and um, it was definitely one of those curveballs that life throws you, and you just have to adapt to it. Um, so in terms of loneliness you can still feel it no matter what situation you're in like yeah you can be alone laying in your bed at three in the morning or you can be surrounded by by a whole bunch of people and still feel the same way which is a crazy learning curve for my life I think it's a I think it's a learning curve for everybody and I think honestly 
just from talking to different people about this and topics similar to this, uh, I think there's also kind of a learning curve to, it takes a while to realize that we all feel lonely and we all feel like the person that's being left out a lot Mm -hmm. of the time. Yep. And that is my downfall as a human. <laughs> like I get such bad FOMO, man. I hate when people do stuff without me. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I used to as well. And I, I mean, I still do sometimes for sure. I, I feel like I got a lot better at it really in my last year of college, which is kind of interesting. Cause that was mm-hmm. the year that I wasn't dating anybody but well, I used flipping same. <laughs> yeah. And but that's kind of like when I learned that I was like, I think I think it was because when I was dating somebody, I always assumed that I was missing out on things because we didn't have the most healthy relationship in the way that our time wasn't super balanced between school and work and relationship and friends. Like, I mean, that's like everyone has to try to figure that out when they're in a relationship. But mine was really unbalanced in my relationship in college. And so then when I was out of it, I realized I was like, oh, like these are the kinds of social situations I've been, quote unquote, missing out on from being in a relationship. And while I really enjoyed them and was happy that I had more time in my life to devote to things like friendships and stuff, I also realized that I didn't need to go to every single thing to feel fulfilled or feel connected to people and I also think that has a lot to do with the quality of the friends you have and the quality Mm -hmm. of the people that you have in your life yeah um because I feel so much more fulfilled by having a two-hour conversation once a week with a really really close friend than hanging out every night of the weekend with a really big group of people that I'm mostly friends with but not that close you know Mm -hmm. um and that will make me feel the first option the hanging out one-on-one with a close friend is going to make me feel way less lonely even if the time spent with people is actually a lot less than the second option that makes sense i think a lot of my like struggles with this kind of thought process comes from the fact that i moved around a lot as a kid Mm -hmm. Um, I never stayed at the same school longer than three years. Um, and so I kind of grew up without a quote unquote best friend. Um, I had different friends depending on which school I went to, which was really interesting. Um, and fun fact, this is like, I've psychoanalyzed myself to this about this so much. (laughs) Um, but like all of those schools I went to, I would always register myself as a different name. So interesting yeah at one school I was Beth at one school I was Lizzie at one school I was Libby like I've been all these nicknames so like I never really had my identity as a kid which is such a weird thing to think about um and so I think once I started dating in middle school quote unquote um (laughs) I attached myself to that person and then when that person left I felt like I didn't have anyone else to go to um which was a big problem all through high school and and I guess like the first couple years of college too, because I relate to you in the fact that this like senior year of college just feels like its own thing. Like it was so different. Totally. Um, when it comes to loneliness and being alone and feeling fulfilled, I guess, Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't know. It's so interesting to think about the fact that this kind of stuff stems from when you were a kid. (laughs) Yeah. And there's different ways to cope with it depending on how old you are and how that changes. Yeah. And you kind of have to relearn it every step of the way, too. Mm -hmm. You know, like, every time, it's, like, just when you think you've figured out, like, oh, yes, I've, like, finally figured out, like, how to be, like, alone and, like, how this works. Like, then you get into a new relationship or you get into a new job and it gives you a completely different schedule. Or you go to a new school or move to a new place and suddenly all this stuff you thought you had figured out, you're, like, wait, are you kidding me? I have to figure this out again? Like, (laughs) really? Like, I'm going to keep working on it all the time? And the answer is yes. Like, you Mm -hmm. constantly have to revisit things like how to be alone and dealing with loneliness. And um, which is like, you could look at it like it's a huge bummer in some ways, but I find it more 
reassuring to hear people talk about that because I I don't know I think it's it's so awesome and comforting to hear that we are all just going through the same exact things and sure it's through different lenses and it looks different for each person but like at the core of it like we all have to deal with loneliness we all have to figure out how we like to be alone and I don't know I think especially with loneliness because obviously it's an isolating feeling and just realizing the experience of being alone and feeling isolated in itself is something that connects you with literally everybody else is a huge way that I remind myself that things are going to be okay even though even in the hardest lonely moments that I Mm -hmm. have yeah and some people are feeling the same way you do but don't talk about it exactly so like they may appear that everything's cool but like once you actually ask them about it (laughs) things break down and tears are shed and whatever so um depending on I also have like different ways and different things make me feel better in certain loneliness situations yeah what what are those yeah so like sometimes like last I think it was last Friday a week from today I like all my friends were busy or we were taking a break from each other or whatever but (laughs) um I decided that I was gonna rent a movie that only I would want to watch Mm-hmm. and I did I painted my toenails and I ate ice cream and I stayed up really late and like that was all I needed like it was great yeah and then there's other times where I'm like I need to go somewhere like I need to get out of the house I need to distract my brain mm-hmm. I need to go get ice cream by myself or I need to go drive around town like I go on drives a lot I need to like see the bigger community I need to know that other people are out there and yeah. then other times I'm like please talk to me on the phone for five hours <laughs> Yeah. No, phone calls are a huge one for me too. Like I think because it's so easy for me personally, at least to get like stuck in this mindset of like, I'm lonely and there's nothing I can do about it. But with a thing like a cell phone, it's like there's somebody that's going to be able to pick up and talk to you even for like five minutes. Mm -hmm. And just getting myself to pick up the phone. I think it's hard because when you're lonely, like you want nothing more than somebody else to reach out to you you know like it feels so good to have somebody else do it and it feels like such a task to make yourself do it when you feel down Mm -hmm. um but you just have to remember that people can't read your mind you know like and if they knew that you were feeling really down you'd probably have lots of people that were wanting to call you know but Mm -hmm. people don't know that so like you reaching out is like I don't know. I think I've heard a lot of people feel like really upset when they have to reach out. But I think you just have to remember that it's like, no, like you're taking care of yourself and other people don't know you're going through a moment. So like take care of yourself, pick up the phone. And um, so even though it can be hard to do that, sometimes it's so helpful, whether it's a two minute phone call or a three hour phone call. They are. That's huge. Yeah. And on the other side of that, you know, when you go through stuff like that, you find yourself reaching out to other people and asking if they're okay more often, I think. Yeah, I think so me. too. Yeah, I'm always like, hey, you good? <laughs> yeah, no, I I am getting and have gotten better at that as well. So mm-hmm. but I think there's, there's like, there's certain friends I have where I know that like sleeping is like the, the nighttime is always a bad time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm like, hey, you good? Yeah. <laughs> I have I have another friend where... Um, we've made this kind of like mutual agreement that whenever one of us can't sleep, we just send the other one memes. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. And so it's just like, find out at least like your close friends, people you truly care about and make sure they're okay. Like find out what helps them, I think is a good thing to know. And then it gives you a place to tell people what helps you in those mm-hmm. moments too. Definitely. Because um, yeah, like for me, having people reach out to me, I think another big one for me too is like when I'm feeling lonely like a lot of times that's it that's like the extent of the problem is like yeah I'm feeling lonely and there's like nothing else to talk about so when somebody can come spend time with you but sometimes if I'm just like on the sad side of loneliness like I feel like there's like a sad lonely and there's like an annoyed lonely for, for me. sure for because sure. like annoyed lonely is just like 
when you can get in touch with somebody and you can go hang out, then it's like, oh, great. It's better. Like it's gone. Like the annoyance of being alone is gone. But sometimes when I'm sad, lonely, even when I do like find somebody that can hang out with me or talk to me, like I'm just like, it's just accessing all these other like sad emotions in me, you know, just like, Mm -hmm. it's like a, I think it taps more into that like unfulfilled feeling tapping into like these deeper things that I have going on in my life and so just having somebody that can just like sit with you and like let you be sad and feel lonely and understand that like just them being there is so important even if you're not able to like really really show like how much it means in that moment people like having people like that in my life that can understand how to just be with you through the loneliness and the hurt and not Mm -hmm. take it as an attack on them like that's so important and that's like one of the that's like one of the biggest things people can do I think personally definitely definitely like I love when I'm like hey I'm having a bad day and they're like cool be there in 10 like that's just like that's just that hits different yeah (laughs) it does what what kinds of things make you feel better I know you kind of mentioned like the the movie night or going on the drive um by yourself but like when you can't get in touch with people or you can't um call somebody on the phone for whatever reason what kinds of do you have any other things that make you feel better yeah yeah i think recently both living alone and having to like upkeep and like being growing up into an adult mm-hmm. just like just clean something <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> That like the other day I mopped my house and I don't think I've ever done that. <laughs> and I was like, and it just it feels so productive and it just like clears your mind too, I feel. Mm-hmm. And it's a distraction for like an hour. Yeah. Um so I think that's been a big one recently in my life. Like I enjoy cleaning as <laughs> mm-hmm. as a thing. So I would definitely say I think cleaning stuff, watching a movie but that only you would like. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not even gonna lie the movie I watched last week was Fifty Shades of Grey <laughs> oh my god that's awesome <laughs> that, like you definitely shouldn't watch with other people you know <laughs> that's awesome because I'd never hilarious. I'd never seen it and I was really I really wanted to and I was like yeah. no one's gonna watch it with me so I'll do it now and oh it was my god. not good it's not a good movie <laughs> I was gonna <laughs> ask well, it's yeah. horrible um, so that was like a really good day I just like drank wine and painted my nails and watch Fifty Shades of Grey alone. <laughs> yeah, that's that's so great. I love that so much. Yeah, so that that was honestly like a really good day for me. I had a good time. Yeah. Um, I wish I could take baths, but I don't have a bathtub, so that is functioning. So I can't do that. Sad. Very the other sad. day, I bought myself flowers. That was a good one. Oh, cute. Yeah, just like a little thing. Yeah. You know? nice. Yeah, I think just like little tiny things like that. They don't need to be super extravagant or filming TikToks. That's been a good one. That is like a good one for a lot of people through quarantine. Yeah, because you don't really need that much creative intuition. (laughs) You can just copy what someone else did. Exactly. There you go. (laughs) That's the whole point of TikTok. Anyway, what about you? I really like what you said about like just like the little things. I'm a sucker for like just getting myself a hot chocolate or something from (laughs) somewhere. Like just like for me too during quarantine, it's been so helpful to just like find a little reason to go out of the house. It's especially weird right now being in Spokane where I don't know anyone because it's like I could literally not leave the house for like five days. Like I just because there's like nothing for me to do here right now. Um, Like I'm still Mm -hmm. working a lot, but I can do it all from home and I don't have to go anywhere. So uh, so just like finding a reason to get out of the house, like I feel like a lot of my loneliness comes from feeling like I'm just not being a part of the world like you were saying with going on Mm -hmm. the drives like just like getting out and being like look at all these other people like yeah it feels like you're alone but you're not there's this entire world full of people out here Mm -hmm. um that always makes me feel better playing music that's truly just me playing music and not like practicing for anything um is a really big one for me uh because and I have to really purposely in my head divide which music is like music for working and practicing and which music is just fun for me so that one's really huge uh 
I also definitely getting myself to work out, even if it's just 20 minutes of yoga or something. Yeah. Like moving my body always makes me feel better. And I know that's like a really common thing for sadness, but I don't know. It makes me feel less lonely too. I think again, it's just me like showing myself like, hey, my body can do stuff and like I can Mm -hmm. make things happen for myself even in this state of being alone and being kind of lonely it just feels good to be moving and in the world if you need an idea for socially distant workouts try tennis (laughs) oh yeah i've noticed you guys have been playing a ton of tennis yeah because you're far away from people and it's so fun yeah there you go the other big one um my parents have a dog if i have never mentioned this dog he is my pride and joy i love him (laughs) Um, and I love when mom, like there was one day last weekend where mom was like, Hey, we're going to be out of the town for the day. Do you want to take Maverick? And I was like, absolutely. Yeah. Please let me take the dog. And I took Maverick for a two hour walk. Amazing. And Maverick is a two year old mini Australian shepherd who I literally refer to him as a crackhead because he has so much energy all the time. Yeah. And so he's he's a puppy. Um, and so I literally took him all the way, like through downtown and like I ran into some sorority sisters while we were out and so like he was so excited to see them and like meet new people <laughs> oh my god That's and so cute. it was so it was so nice it was so sunny out it was like 60 degrees so it wasn't like burning hot so you could walk for a long time without getting tired yeah oh so that was like a combination I think of exercise and caring for something else mm-hmm. like if it's a plant if it's a fish if it's a pet like that I got some plants too, and that just made my day because I get to like take care of something, like put my focus mm-hmm. on something else. Yeah, I think that's like a similar reason too that I like cooking because it's like a very direct form of caring for yourself, you know. Like, mm-hmm. and I'm not like a I didn't like cook a lot during college, but I've started cooking just like the tiniest bit more, and yeah, it just feels good to know that you're taking care of yourself like really well, and so I can totally see how with plants and animals that that would be kind of the same feeling a plant and feeling. pup yeah plant and pup <laughs> well i think that's kind of like a good spot to wrap up yeah i mean because we could talk about loneliness forever because it's something that everyone experiences and right. but i think that's why it's just so important to talk about because if you are one of those people that feels like you don't know how to talk about it. Like this conversation was for you because you are not alone in feeling alone. And Mm -hmm. that's so important to understand. Right. And we were kind of talking before this, that like these kinds of like mental health issues might become like, I don't know, like a mini series. Like we have a lot of thoughts about it. So I'm sure we'll talk about this kind of stuff again. So absolutely if you have anything you want to add send it to the instagram (laughs) yes please do give us more questions like tyler did yes liz while we're talking about our instagram real quick don't we have a giveaway happening at yes i just announced it today (laughs) so let's check i think we're at like 65 followers 64 yeah so we have this kind of idea that once we hit 100 followers on instagram we will do some kind of like giveaway for some stickers yes um i'm thinking i don't know what it's gonna look like yet but keep an eye out over there because i have started like designing what a sticker might look like and who doesn't like stickers yeah yeah you're something's wrong with you if you don't like stickers and i'm not afraid to fight you about that so we're all five years old on the inside so all right. I'm excited about the stickers. Do I get one? Yeah. Because it's our podcast. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. Cool. No, you have to win the giveaway. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so tell your friends. <laughs> tell, tell your friends. You could get some stickers. You could share yeah. some stickers. I'm sure we'll give away to, like, more than one person, so. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, you're anyway. the one making the rules for this, so. Yes. I'm just going uh, by yeah. what you're saying. Great. Love it. Uh, what was your new album <laughs> oh my gosh okay um oh before we do new album and um song of the week i can we i wondered if we could start something where we like barely go into it without any context of just like what your we can find a cuter segment segment name for it but like what's your 
what's your trending item of the week like in your life because <laughs> or not item but like just like a like thing, a favorite a favorite basically but i want to come up with something funnier than saying favorite like for instance the Some, two things that i thought of yeah what do you dig this week <laughs> like because two things that i dig this week are handwritten letters and bagels those <laughs> And that's all I want to oh, say about man. it. I just no context. Go. What do you dig this week? Man, that's such that's such an interesting question. I'm gonna say chacos. Hell yeah. Because <laughs> it's been sunny enough to like wear them. No context. Liz. Oh, sorry. sorry. It's okay. Sorry. That counts. That's good. Anyway, we probably shouldn't keep that <laughs> segment, but I really enjoy I it. I think it'd, so. I think it'd be cute though. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Maybe we can do that one at the beginning of our okay okay yeah 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 this is live live brainstorming session for everybody (laughs) this is the creative process this is the creative process that would be such a good merch idea this is the creative process oh my god i still like our sticker idea question uh, yeah i still like your our first merch idea though i am not a gamer yeah i am not a gamer because i'm not and you're not. I mean, For everyone you're... concerned, I got an A in that games class. So Woo! I somehow pulled an A go. in that class. Yeah. I'm so proud of you. Yep. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. I, I dig. I like that. I dig. I dig, I dig it. it. I dig, I dig the it. dig segment. So. <laughs> yeah. Chacos um, and bagels. <laughs> got it. And handwritten letters. That's right. Um, okay. okay. Uh, Liz, what's your song of the week? Oh, okay. This one is actually, it kind of has a backstory to it. Ooh, okay. I posted this, I found this video on Facebook and it was the cutest thing. It was this like girl, she was, must have been like at least in her early 20s, mm-hmm. who obviously had been like, had to move home because of COVID after college. And it was this video of her and her dad dancing in their kitchen. Oh my God. And this song, it was, the song was Hold My Hand by Jess Glynn. And I don't that, know that one. Oh, you! It's such like a it's a dancing jam, you know. Okay, I'm going. Um, I'm going it's, listen. And this video just it made me love the song so much more, and I listen to it all the time now. I'll just send you the video. <laughs> it's so funny, but this awesome. song, ever since watching that video, it just made me really happy. Oh, cute! Because this guy's that. like obviously in his like sixties, like he's not a young dude, and he's like dancing with his daughter in the kitchen. <laughs> That's so cute. It's so funny. I love it. Oh adorable Uh, yeah what about you um my song of the week has been when the party's over by billy eilish yes 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 because that's been like a favorite song of mine for a long time now Mm -hmm. but i've been i've been practicing it a lot um while playing vibraphone and singing because it's a that song has a two octave range in it um, like in just the verse alone, you start at a low E and then go to the E at the top of the treble clef staff for mm-hmm. any of you music people. And so it's like been really good for me to check in on my range and see if I can like comfortably move through that whole part of the song. And which has been really exciting because my range and my vocal technique in general have been getting a lot better and I can do it so much more comfortably than I could like a year ago when I was like first starting to learn that song. Mm-hmm. So that's really exciting. Love and that. then it's just so beautiful. That song is so beautiful. Yeah. And um, all so, yeah. of hers are. <sighs> it, they, it, it, it's true. She's amazing. Have you seen her carpool karaoke? Yes. Oh, so good. One, one of my favorite ones. Yeah. Yeah. Liz, what's your Disney news? You told me it's really oh, exciting. It's so good. Okay. It's not parks related yet. They don't know when they're opening. But okay. this one, I literally read it yesterday and released on Disney Plus today was a Pixar short featuring Pixar's first openly gay character. Oh my God. Yeah. That's it's awesome. It's called Out. <laughs> and I, I watched it. It's like, 10 minutes long or whatever it is so flipping cute oh i'm so excited oh, it's got a dog in it bruh it's so i'm so glad they're finally doing it yeah like they've been kind of getting 
pushed to do this kind of thing for a while and i'm so mm-hmm. glad they're doing it now oh it's yeah. so good if you haven't seen it it's on disney plus okay i'll so watch it definitely, definitely check it out it. it's adorable good oh. job disney and pixar yay yeah how cute how so cute. good so good new releases mm. Yeah, so I haven't listened to the whole album yet, so maybe I'll do a situation where I like review the album for you in our next episode. Ooh, dig it. I have you ever heard the band The Districts before? Uh-huh. They have a new album out. Um, and I just started listening to it and it's very good. They're like an indie rock band kind of deal. I don't really know how to describe their music it's not there's not anything that's like really really different about it i guess i just think the songwriting is done really well love the lead singer's voice um my favorite song by them is sing me sweetly that's a very good song i love that one yeah um so anyway i just started listening to the album i'm very interested in it uh so and i think it released just this week so next week i'll give you a full update on what i thought of the album when i look into it a little bit more fun a continued segment yes if you will wow these episodes keep getting longer (laughs) this one yeah yep they're all long they're all long i love it i love it too it's always good to talk to you it's always so fun oh ow my heart (laughs) my heart oh my god one last thing to end on okay when we were watching lord of the rings um (laughs) gandalf was like holding this light at his like end of his scepter or whatever and our friend deb was like what is he holding and i was like oh it's a magical light and paul goes you're a magical light and i was like thank you (laughs) it's like that is the best compliment you could ever give me and to all our listeners you are all magical lights magical lights so much for tuning in this week like we said get in touch with us on the instagram yes and tell your friends for the instagram giveaway once we hit 100 make sure to subscribe to us on apple Podcasts or spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts we'll see you next time bye liz adios buddy have a good one (laughs) you too